Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. It is October 17th, 2023. And boy, oh boy, it has been a heck of a week in just being in the know. Um, I mean, today is known as International Day for the Eradication of Poverty, but they have been busy trying to eradicate a whole people, ain't they? Uh, we can't even eradicate little stuff like Predatory lending. How are we going to eradicate all poverty? I can actually tell you one way we could eradicate poverty is just like not letting all of the rich people get away with not having to pay taxes or not letting all the corporations get away with not having to pay taxes. Just Or just Amazon. Just Amazon. Maybe just Amazon can pay taxes. I feel like if just Amazon paid taxes, we could actually feed like everybody, especially uh, you know, at least the people who work there. <laughs> so uh, let me tell you what's coming up on the show today. First, an AKA shirt. Now they're trying to disturb black students learning over a hairstyle. In tw- and where? In Texas. Of course it's in Texas. It was either going to be Florida, Texas. You knew that. Okay. Also, American students are apparently not ready for college according to the declining ACT scores. I was an SAT girl myself, but apparently the ACT scores are telling a tale of woe. We're also going to head down from ACT to ATL for our Minding My Black Owned Business segment, okay? Lastly, um, does Mario belong? I don't even know if we should phrase the question this way because I feel like we're all going to have the same answer, but does Mario belong on the R&B Mount Rushmore? Because he, he thinks so. <sighs> get into it. We're also going to give a big up to my girl, Jeannie Mai. All right, so we got all that and more coming up today on the Amanda Seals Show. You know what to do. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got Black Grit News coming up next. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seals Show. Seals, and it is time for us to get into some black ear news. Okay. Daryl George. I don't know. You probably heard about this story, like just flitting around on the internet. He's a black mm-hmm. Texas student at Barbers Hill High School. Uh, he's headed to a disciplinary alternative education program after refusing to cut his dreadlocks. Uh, mm-hmm. The family has now filed a federal lawsuit on Saturday against Hot Wheels, a.k.a. Texas, (laughs) y'all Governor Greg Abbott, and the state's Attorney General Ken Paxton, who, by the way, should not be the Attorney General because he is a fraud. Uh, Nonetheless, they let him off because he's bought just like everybody else. Anyways, Ken Paxton for allegedly not enforcing the state's Crown Act, a law which literally protects from hair discrimination. It went into effect on July 1st. So I'm not sure where there's confusion here. Okay, the family alleges that Daryl has been subjugated sorry, has been subjected to improper discipline and Mm -hmm. abrogation of both his constitutional and state Mm. rights. Mm. Here's the thing. 
Barbers Hill Independent School District states that though they don't have a uniform requirement, the okay. hair cannot extend below the eyebrows, earlobes, or top of a t-shirt collar. This man's locks are y'all. They don't. They crocheted up. Okay. <laughs> Right. right. They right. damn near in the French row. Right. Um, and the Crown Act, which stands for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. Can we just once again <laughs> draw attention to the fact that they had to pass a law mm -hmm. to simply stop discrimination against people for wearing the hair that comes out their head. Mm -hmm. OK, by the way, at the same time, a young lady was fired from Chick-fil-A for mm. wearing blonde hair braids because they said it was not natural. Like, if you can't go to Bella Noches, where can you go? Where can you go? Where can you go? Mm. So the truth about all of this is that we shouldn't even need a crown act. Um right. I don't know what a st what does this child's hairstyle have to do with his ability to learn, mm -hmm. or how is it stopping anybody else? Are the black are, are the other white children in the classroom so just distracted <laughs> by the, his 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 crown of wool um, <laughs> that they simply can't pay attention to the Pythagorean theorem and they're like, Daryl, I need to touch it, I need to, I need to. Uh, you know, are, is the oil on his scalp so aromatic? That Ooh. it is triggering, um, you know, allergies that are causing people to no longer focus on mm. their um, on their essays. Like, what mm. is it? What is it? And again, we have to ask who determines what hairstyle is appropriate. Right. Now, I was asking Rita, who's on the show, who is a vet, uh, uh, not of dogs, but of the <laughs> army. Um, what was the rule in the army with the hair? Yeah, our rule was the hair could not go beneath the collar. So it either had to be in a ponytail and an updo, but like, you know, long braids and things, it could not be that way. And they have since changed some of those laws, but those rules. But yes. if you have hair to come down to your booty, as mm -hmm. long as it is wrapped up, it's fine. Yep. Yep. So I had doogie braids one time. I had to wrap them like nine <laughs> times so they would, it was sticking out. It was all the way out. <laughs> but it wasn't going past the collar. Yeah. Right. See, but that's the part for me. I have that question for you, though, Amanda, because you brought that up. But to your point, what does that have to do with the learning environment? The hair being above the eyebrows? Like, how does that, why is that even a rule in the, in the books to be broken? <laughs> I'm trying to understand it myself. I think it was a rule maybe from hippie days that they like then carried through because they just been that was a thing during the hippie days. They was trying to tell y'all y'all can't have long hair. I don't mm. know. There's something there is something racist about this originally. Like if we go like because it's beyond just the black folks, like there's uh -huh. just some reason where they've just decided that a certain haircut is representative of like uh, a certain level of class mm -hmm. and we're going to have to do some research on that. If anybody wants to do that and and, and hit us up with the things <laughs> they learned this week, give us a call. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. But before we move on, I must ask. Well, why should black people care? Why should black people care? Because in the school to prison pipeline, they will find any reason to get your out of class. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, we are here. 
And uh, we are talking about rhythm and blues. Okay, we're going to talk about some R&B. <laughs> Big fan of R&B. Um, mm-hmm. Never really been a big Mario fan, but it doesn't matter because Mario <laughs> is a big Mario fan. Mm-hmm. Mario uh, went from, but you say I'm just a friend, to just put me on the R&B Mount Rushmore. And I wonder if his hair will be braided. Let's <laughs> Let's listen. You've been in the game for a while. I want to know your R&B Mount Rushmore. I'm super curious yeah, to know. R&B Guys, Ralph girls, Rushmore. whoever. <laughs> Beyonce, Michael Jackson. Okay. Um, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, me. Okay, you. All right, you put in you. <laughs> you know why I say that? Hold on, because I grew up listening to so many different types of music and my mother and my grandmother, so I got like two generations of just soul music. You know, just great R&B, you know what I'm saying, that I grew up to. So that's why I say my voice kind of, I can do a little bit of everything. I would say the fourth person would be, the fourth person would be Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, okay. Anybody else? Uh, Usher. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. When the fourth person (laughs) is Whitney... And he done already made himself. (laughs) Right. We done already turned a a big fat corner. Okay. Here's the thing. First of all, we need our own mountain. All right. Mm -hmm. Like this Mount Rushmore thing, we got to cut it out. Maybe Mount Kilimanjaro or, you know, I don't know. Like maybe we find a mountain in the hood. I don't know. Uh, But basically, I feel like it's just time for us to get our own mountain. Mm -hmm. Mario also needs to understand that there's levels to this. Everybody can't Mm -hmm. be on like the mountaintop, you know, and there's Mm -hmm. a path that goes to the mountaintop, right? You got to start on the bottom, you know, and you're walking (laughs) up. You might, you might pass some some tree stumps. Uh, You know, you're going to move through a valley. Mm You're going to hit a plateau. Then there's going to be hills. Then we get to the mountain. Okay. Now, I don't know that, that Mario ever made it past the plateau. <laughs> Never. Uh, but 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 he definitely didn't make it to the mountain. But we here at the Amanda Seal Show, you know, we had some ideas on, on how this route could go. Okay. So mm. we're going to start on the mountain. Let's okay. start from the top and come down. Okay. If we're going to start on the mountain, first of all, Whitney Houston is first. Okay, yes. so let's like quit playing around. Okay, it's- Whitney Houston's verse. So on the mountain, are we considering Prince R and B? I am. That's the, it's hard, but yeah, yeah. You know what? Though, honestly, Prince is so elusive that he right. could have like a hologram where it's like he's on when he wants to, and then he's like, I don't feel like being mm. on the on the on the on the mountain right now. Taking mm. <laughs> the mountain right now, <laughs> like. You know, so he just pops in and pops out. All right, Rita, who else do you feel like needs to be on this R&B Rushmore? I won't put Stevie Wonder on mine. Mm. Yeah. Good choice, yeah. good choice. Stevie belongs. You know what, to be honest, like, I don't even think of Stevie as R&B. Like, I feel like, like, I feel like he's just like, in a, like, he's just omnipotent, right? Like, he's just he's like everywhere. All, all encompassing. Yes. The problem is that when I think of R&B, I don't go past like nine or two, <laughs> right. you know, that's my problem. <laughs> okay, uh, who else? Who else, Jeremiah? I'm gonna say Mary J. Blige. She done spilled her heart out a numerous of times, bled on the floor on the mic for us. She got at least be on the, on the mountain. 
Listen, she's going down, but not off that mountain. I like her on the mountain. I like her too. Um, I'm going to say Luther. I mean, Mr. Vandross. The buttery sounds. And I do think it's fair. Now, some people might be like, Amanda, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. But I do feel like Usher could be on the mountain at this point. He's been around since he was like 18, 16. Like, I do feel like he's... The fact that it is now a new part of culture to ask where was Usher at seven o'clock mm-hmm. and it's like a, a gauge. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Like, it's real. It's real. So we we going to talk more about this. This is not over. All right. This is not over. I feel like we need to bring this back tomorrow. OK, so we're going to get back into the R&B Rushmore. I want you all to think about who you feel like should be on the R&B Rushmore or on the hill or on the plateau and call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with you. See you Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and I'm here to give you Jeremiah Like the Bible, giving you the zigzag headlines. All right. First up, Amanda, after a shooting during homecoming festivities, Morgan State University leaders have decided to build a wall around most of the campus. I'm not sure why there wasn't a wall already, but, you know, why did they have like a gate scotch mm. tape? Was it mm. was it a crate challenge mm. and they would have to <laughs> climb the crates to get into Morgan State? <laughs> please, please, please. Ooh, as I said it, I realized how funny it was. All right. Next. Also, Tory Lane's legal team has filed a second motion asking him to be released on bail as his appeal over his sentencing is still pending. So apparently the first motion was denied by the judge. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't realize, but apparently there's like video of Megan like walking away with bloody feet. This mm-hmm. whole thing is bonkers to me. Someday somebody going to leak that video and then mm-hmm. no one is going to put any money in Tory's commissary. So I hope he holds on to that. Well, we got good news out of California. Last week, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill securing $25 as a minimum wage for healthcare workers. He also signed a $20 minimum wage for fast food workers. When I went to uh, Chick-fil-A yesterday and paid $9 for a chicken biscuit and hash browns, I was like, oh, wow, in this economy? So, yes, everybody's wages need to go up. Yes, yes. Also, Bruno Mars was set to perform two sold-out concerts in Tel Aviv last Saturday, but was ordered to evacuate due to the Hamas attacks. Why were you there? (laughs) Why were you there in the first place? You already know what the situation is. Why were you there? There's so many artists who are boycotting Israel because of the actual apartheid going on in Palestine. So why were you there? Respect the sanctions, y'all. And lastly, Oklahoma judge Tracy Soderstrom may be forced to step down for allegedly exchanging Amanda over 500 text messages with the bailiff where she mocked the trial participants and talked offensively about the state attorney while presiding over a first degree murder trial back in June. Who snitched? Mm-mm-mm-mm. I thought you were going to say they were sexting like during the trial, <laughs> which at this Probably. point, what you know, at this point, it's like, what what are the... What are the limitations? Then I was like, oh, she must have said somebody was a monkey because that's what they be on, too. They love to say stuff like that over the text. But nonetheless, this is way worse because Mm. she's supposed to be impartial. And so is the bailiff. And they Mm -hmm. up there doing a whole Judge Judy situation. Well, actually not because Judge Judy definitely ditched her bailiff. So (laughs) maybe he wasn't as good of a texter. (laughs) All right. This is also why we need to vote. This is why we need to vote, because we vote for judges, Mm y'all. We vote for judges, all right? We'll be right back to The Amanda Seals Show. 
The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all, we are here for the first edition of Why You Bringing Up Osh. And we will be taking y'all back with little known facts. And who better than to bring back our brother, Mr. Ernest Krim Third? Yeah, uh, what's up, y'all? So coming all the way from the shy, I would love for you to give us our why you bring it up old ish topic for this week. Take it away. Yeah. So the old ish I'm bringing up today, uh, of course, is relative to what we all talking about on the Internet, just in in the world, period. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Palestine and Israel. So we know there's an issue going on right now. It's a genocide. It's a complete genocide. It's something that's been going on for a long time. A lot of us know on the surface that Israel was placed in the land where the Palestinians have been since the 19, early 1900s, more specifically after World War II in 1948. Many of us don't realize, though, that the Zionist movement rose because we have a, a large anti-Semitism movement growing in Eastern Europe throughout the course of history. So there were people who said we can't try to assimilate it's just not working and some of this rhetoric is going to sound very relative to our experience they said assimilation is not working we need to find a land for ourselves britain being who they are you know britain Mm -hmm. the little island that just want to conquer everything they got some you know complex issues going on (laughs) they said you know what we'll help you settle this to me is sounding like abraham lincoln i don't know you know settle resettling the liberia and all that and saying black folks can't survive with white folks and all that so uh they they began to have these different zionist congress meetings and uh during the third zionist uh the, the third congressional meeting that they had in 1903 i'm sorry the sixth one the sixth one in 1903 they said you know what what if we decided to resettle in uganda which is now kenya because now why is that a possibility because well britain quote unquote owned that territory so this was something that was brought up by a zionist uh named theodore herzl and he mm-hmm. thought that would be and, and it kind of just goes against what we all believe about like just wanting to resettle in what they believe is their holy land they really just wanted a space that they thought was like safe from harm they voted on it the first time and a majority of people overwhelmingly said there should be the land but some so-called experts went down there and was like nah this ain't gonna be suitable for jewish settlement um what the experts saw then remains to be seen but i mean honestly like do you i, I just kind of look at it i think it's a variety of some some reasons maybe some anti-blackness maybe it's, it's really gonna be too hot for us here uh, maybe you know I a mean, lot of that it's hot in the desert like it's right, hot right. in the middle east <laughs> yeah right so it's, it's, it's very very interesting why they uh and, and, and i'm not mad that they didn't choose that area but i think you know that that lets us know and understand that seriously like this could have just as easily been an issue that we're talking about in relation yeah. to african people and, and and if we're being honest like what we refer to as you know uh palestine or israel like that's really an extension of africa when they began to carve the maps they began to refer to it as the middle east which isn't a continent you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah but that's what we have that's our you know bringing up old ish fact for the day i think it's really wild that there's so much 
um, like kind of just facts like this that really change the conversation, right? Because I think for a lot of people, they'll say, well, the reason why they're in Palestine is because this was like the, you know, this is the holy land for Jewish people. It's like, well, y'all was looking around at Uganda. Y'all was looking around in Argentina for a time as well. Um, And so was that also, you know, I think there's just more information coming out that really is going to help people have a greater understanding of how did we get here? Cue Deborah Cox. Um, but I really appreciate you always helping to just provide the, the the facts, the nuggets that folks may have not uncovered when they were sifting through uh, the rubble that they like to swipe and dust under the rug. You understand me? So no, thank that's you. why I'm here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ernest, for bringing us another edition of Why You Bringing Up Old. Thank you, Ernest, for stopping by. You can check out Ernest on Instagram at MrCrim3 at MrCrim3. All right. To hear more of this conversation, make sure you check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the everybody i hope everybody is keeping their heart uh three stacks keep your heart three stacks if you have been on the instagrams for the past week you know that there's just so much death and destruction going on overseas you also know that there is so much idiocy and ridiculousness going on right here in america particularly within our congress they still don't have a speaker of the house it's kind of wild and trippy um but nonetheless we we continue to forge forward and uh it is birthday time so happy birthday a lot of folks birthdays on this day that are like mm-hmm. real music folks eminem wyclef jean queen Nijah, you know just real top-notch high level <laughs> folks uh no i actually like queen Nijah's music may jameson ziggy Marley and author of Waiting to Exhale and Disappearing Acts and How Stella Got a Groove Back, Terry McMillan. All right. So this is a very artsy day for Mm -hmm. folks. Um, Yeah. Very artsy day, October 17th. Now, coming up this hour in Blackbeard News, American students apparently are not ready for college, according to these declining ACT scores. Uh, We're also going to feature the water boys in Atlanta in our Minding My Black Owned Business segment. Plus, we got a big up to my homegirl, Jeannie Mai, and I will explain why. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcasts available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, I want to hear from you all for our group chat topic of the week. Are y'all out there getting perms? Were you out there getting perms? Do you feel like you miss getting perms? Well, I want to hear from you because the FDA is saying they're about to ban perms, y'all. They said that the stuff in the perms is what's getting y'all cancer. And I say y'all because I stopped perming the front of my hair <laughs> back in back in 2000, something, something, something. So I want to know, though, because I think there's a lot of black women who rely on perms for various reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not as easy to just get a blowout and hold on to it. So hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Don't relax about relaxes. Give me a call. <laughs> I had to do it. It was right there. Also, you know, it's right there. November 19th. Make sure you come and check out the screening of my political comedy documentary in Amanda. We trust at the Hollywood Improv. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be doing some trivia with y'all. I'll be giving away some free stuff. We're going to watch the documentary and then we're going to do a Q&A. All of that in one night on a Sunday, 7 p.m. So hopefully y'all join me on a school night. 
to learn. All right, we'll be right back at the Amanda Seals Show. Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into some Black Red news, everybody. Hope you're enjoying your day, and I hope if you just joined us that I'm going to make your day even better. Uh, I don't know that this story will do it, but you know, just like the essence, <laughs> the energy. <laughs> it's the energy. It's so, <laughs> high school students' uh, scores on the ACT college admission test have apparently dropped to their lowest in more than three decades, showing mm. a lack of of student preparedness for college-level coursework. Scores Mm. have been falling for six consecutive years. Hmm. But of course, the trend accelerated during the pandemic. Now, Mm. since their inception a century ago, standardized tests have been known to be instruments of racism (laughs) and bias. Exactly. I mean... Always. Okay. So, the thing about it is a lot of people are just so used to this, these tests being around, you know, that we don't mm-hmm. even necessarily like question, well, where did these tests even coming from, if, if, even come from? But to my understanding, these standardized tests were actually um, created to try and keep black folks out of school. That's, um, that's, it was kind of like right. the way that, you know, like the kind of like with the way that they created these like uh, tests at the polls to try mm-hmm. and keep black people from being, being able to vote. Now mm-hmm. they say that the average scores right now in reading science and math are all below the benchmarks that students must have to have a high probability of success in first year college courses. And okay. many universities have made standardized admission tests optional. Now I don't know about that because I, in my day, that wasn't a thing. It wasn't optional. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. But it it, it, it it was made optional amongst criticism that they favor the wealthy and put mm-hmm. low income students at a disadvantage. And that's not simply just because of the um, schooling being better. That's because right. also a lot of these tests are not in any shape or form a true reflection of your academic capabilities. It's an mm-hmm. actual style to taking these tests. And so mm-hmm. you, a lot, you a lot of times need to get tutored. My thing is uh, I, I, I got like a 10, 10 on my SAT, then had to go to tutoring and I hated every single second of tutoring, (laughs) every single second of tutoring. Uh, And I ended up getting like a 1080. When I went to graduate school, I took the GRE and it had Uh four sections. Okay. So it had a math, a verbal uh, essay, and then a bonus um, section and the bonus section meant it could be math or it could be verbal. Ooh, you just didn't know. <laughs> so I do the first two and I do the essay. But when we got to the bonus, I was like, if I click this button right here and this thing open up and I see X equals whatever, I'm out. I'm going to graduate school for African American studies. I'm right. out. Right. Y'all, I click that button. That's it. Apply the Pythagorean theorem. I said, well, let me gather my things. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Time to head on So I actually, I got into Temple. I got into Columbia and I did not get into NYU. And they said it was because of my GRE score. But I got a perfect on my essay. So like that goes to show you like these tests ain't really it, right? Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to graduate school, what am I going to be doing more than anything? Uh, readings, writing. Right. Writing what? Essays. Essays. Papers. <laughs> yeah. 
What are your thoughts on standardized testing? Should they determine if a student gets into college? How well did you do on your ACT test? I want to know. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Up next, it's Mind of My Black-Owned Business, which is what I should be doing. I'm going to tell you about the Water Boys in Atlanta. So keep it locked right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We about to get into minding my black-owned business. And apparently, (laughs) apparently, I was told that I am adding to, like, I didn't even know there was a I hate Jada rhetoric. But apparently, there's I hate Jada Pinkett rhetoric that's going around. And apparently, that me posting a video saying I am so tired of knowing about these people's business because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just everywhere. Um, apparently my, my saying that is adding to the I hate Jada Pinkett rhetoric. Well, I will just be the first to put on record that that is not my intention because I do not hate Jada Pinkett, but I do feel like there is just a groundswell because she's promoting a book. But I feel like people are like, she gets to tell her story too. And I'm like, hasn't she been telling her story on her show? Mm-hmm. Yes. I just yeah. feel like that's that's been going on, you know? That's the whole point of the whole show. So, anywho... Um, I just want to put that on record that I have uh, that was not my intention. My intention was to let off steam because all I have heard about for the past week is Palestine, Israel, Jada and Tupac. That's all I've heard about. Maybe Jada is like the media's plant to distract us from what's really going on around no, the world. No, that's sexy red. <laughs> Come on, Jeremiah. You gotta, gotta keep, keep up, up with the industry plans, okay? <laughs> Somebody else already on assignment, according you're right, you're to the right. people. All right. All right. So let's get into my uh, mind and my black owned business. So a low-key hustle that started by the Water Boys uh, selling unlabeled water in these Atlanta streets has grown into a brand that now sells merchandise, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, joggers, branded water bottles. They have been in the business for several years, and now their brand is, let's hit a little drum roll, Water Boys in the Hood. Yeah. We love to see this. We love to see young fellas flipping their hustle into a real mm-hmm. live bona fide mm-hmm. business. Okay. Now they started off making about $200, $300 profit from a four to $5 case of water. Then they mm-hmm. sell, they like maintain selling at that same corner every day until the store, the sales started getting low there. So then they would relocate. Okay. It's like the wire, but with water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then they found they made the biggest profits in Midtown and Buckhead. Mm-hmm. And the three water boys have said they feel proud that they're able to provide for their families through this business. Now, the thing is, though, to my understanding, they were very aggressive about yes. <laughs> making sure that this water got sold. And that could be a lesson to y'all. You can't just start the business, okay? You got to be aggressive with the business. Now, Rita, you said that the water's being pushed through windows. They jumping on car hoods. And mm, they jumping through the sunroof. <laughs> Listen. You're going to drink this water. You could have been mm-hmm. drinking water at the red light. And they was like, but you ain't had this water, though. That's the part. <laughs> right. The fact that it's unlabeled for me, for me, is where I'm like, why are y'all trying to force me to drink Dasani water? <laughs> Dasani like, always gets hate. That's crazy. <laughs> well, it's, it's Atlanta and it's a Coca-Cola product. So. Fair, fair, fair. 
But we always talk about too in the community how like you know a lot of uh dr- drug uh, not users drug yes. um dealers they use certain skills and those skills can be applied to skills. actual business and they apply those same business business skills to selling water. You know the thing about it though is that it should be easier to sell mm-hmm. water than mm-hmm. crack. It should yes. be. Uh both of them um, when the person needs it, they need it. It's life sustaining. They need it. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> no, it is. It, it, I'm sure they didn't have to be that aggressive, actually, to push to push any of the creels. OK, right. I'm with but you. when it comes to the nature's nature's wine, they said, mm-hmm. you better wind that window down. <laughs> Remember when we were winding windows down? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Took forever. So, you know, that's where I got my biceps from. <laughs> when we go from lemonade stands to water boys, uh, this is this is good though because when we mind our black owned business, we are continuing to create economic growth for our community, and hopefully that should be able to happen without somebody coming through your window. All right, so big ups to the water boys in the hood. Next up, we got the big up let down. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for the Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. All right, today's Big Up, Big Up goes to my girl Jeannie Mai's PR team for helping her craft a foolproof Apollo-style response to divorce questions okay she recently said this on sherry shepherd's show but you're going through this divorce how you doing mama you know i'm not gonna lie you know it takes every day to to just really sit and just be quiet in your thoughts take care of me um but one thing i know is you give god your pain he will give you his power period so every day, I'm like, here you go. You got room for more? Here's some more. Here you go. I'm just taking it day by day, you know? This battle's not yours. <laughs> it's the Lord's. Yes, it amen, is. Amen, amen. Yes, it is. I'm rocking. I'm rocking with my girl. Well, I'm literally it. rocking side to side for Jimmy <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I can't even imagine... Like, because, you know, she really very publicly went through this whole process, Mm -hmm. you know, so but I feel like he didn't have to publicly take her through the divorce. I think that was really um, distasteful. I mean, I don't know the inside outs, but just like, ah, like you put that on Front Street like that is is really a doozy. So sending love to my girl, Jeannie Mai, and sending a big up to her PR team for giving her the proper tools to move through this. All right. Now let's hit up our letdown. Today's letdown is to Natalie Nunn. Okay, now Natalie Nunn, if y'all don't know, was a former Bad Girls Club star. She was a menace on this show. <laughs> now she is on uh, the show Baddies, to my understanding. And mm-hmm. she is, again, just <laughs> lumping folks up, you know, <laughs> causing problems. Uh, handling problems just really not the one okay like she's not the one she is not the one but she gets to let down for possibly being a fake thug y'all she did a video where she was crying after boarding a delta airlines flight and finding out she was booked in a middle seat that took her out the game y'all she was like everybody 
needs to understand that this middle seat is not me. It's not for me. But I want to give a, a bonus big up to the middle seat. Cool. Big up. Big up. For putting a thug in her place, okay? Mm. Maybe we need to get Suge Knight to see the middle seat, okay? Cool. Because I will tell you, my homeboy once said to me, listen, everybody got somebody they don't want to see. Cool. <laughs> That's true. And she did not want to see that middle seat. So if anybody in the baddies house is feeling like <laughs> I want to get back at Natalie Nunn, they know what to do. All you got to do is get you a friend at an airline and just have them on deck to make sure that she is in the middle seat on a flight. And you can just laugh by yourself that you done put her in her kryptonite seat. Mm-mm-mm. I ain't going to be, I, I can't blame her. The middle seat is a doozy. When you yes. don't know that you have a middle seat, I can imagine that it would slap you in the face. <laughs> uh, or at least somebody's elbows would, because that's what you're going to be feeling. We're going to be right back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. So don't go anywhere. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thank you for listening. And if you missed anything, you can check out our daily podcasts available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go to the phone lines and see who's on the line. Um, I look at it as the NFL being two-faced. Ain't no way they should have done Kaepernick like that. Then back those few years later, the 10 years later, they they making them players kneel. That's wrong. If I was a player, I wouldn't have been kneeling. I'd have been standing mm-hmm. with my fist up, letting them know. You feel me? But to me, that's how I feel. We all got our opinions. Yeah, the NFL, yes, we agree. They're hypocrites. Mm -hmm. They are hypocritical, critical. (laughs) And um, I mean, I can't say that we're surprised. I mean, America is full of hypocrisy just like all day and night. Like it wears me out, wears me out. Like I saw a speech that someone was giving about Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And the whole time they didn't mention Ukraine. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, I thought it was about Israel. I mean, I thought it was about uh, Palestine. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we would never allow for for there to be no water provided, for there to just be a constant onslaught, for there to just be a serial effort made to bring these people to their death. We will stand for Ukraine. <laughs> Hypocritical, critical. Maybe uh, they'll so, like... You know, it really- Maybe they'll have like, you know, uh, Usher and his Super Bowl performance, like Neil in Solidarity with Black Lives and Colin Kaepernick with his like position. It'd be a whole thing. I feel like they're leading up to that. That's what they go do. They go, they're just trying to set themselves up for a comeback. I just, I just hope there was a camera when, when or when it happened, or when it happened or when it does happen. I hope there's a camera for Colin Kaepernick when mm-hmm. he gets that call. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know what his response would be. <laughs> Like, if I were him, it would either go between, like, for sure, and that's right. <laughs> like, Period. So, you know, but I don't I don't know if, I could, if I'd be able to keep it cute. The comedy would be if he finally gets the call and is like, I'm good. That's what I would do. All of us would be like, come on. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for joining the conversation. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back from the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine 
Seals. And on this day, October 17th, I learned that Halle Bailey is pregnant with DDG's baby. And it is at this point that y'all said in your car to yourself, ain't you the one that said she should break up with him? I did say that when I was making a joke about him making a joke about racism being over. Uh, but I hope that they are happy and I hope that it is healthy and uh, I hope she ready because that's going to be a journey. Parenting, to my understanding, is not easy. Uh, Supreme, any advice to the young couple? <laughs> I think you should just marry before you carry and for a long whirlwind. <laughs> That man came in with a prepared statement. <laughs> Already, like, I'm serious. He said, I think they should marry that. Well, you heard it, okay? You heard it from an elder, 1981er, okay? And uh, that is our resident dad, DJ Supreme. Today is National Pasta Day, so shout out to everybody who likes pasta. Uh, there's more to pasta than macaroni, linguine, and lasagna, y'all. Expand, expand your pastas. <laughs> Quick, Jeremiah, name a pasta. Penne, panini? How you say it? Penne? Yeah. Penne pasta. Okay, quick, Rita, name a pasta. Angel here. Got it, got it. TJ, name a pasta. Rosini? Ro- Ro- That's close. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. I don't That's close. I think it's uh, Rosa. Rosa Parks? What is it? <laughs> Uh, um, Rosetta Stone. I'm gonna say tor- <laughs> I'm gonna say tortellini. I'm gonna say tortellini. We go with that. All right. Look at us. We, no one can say we ain't cultured. Mm-mm. No one can say we. No one can say we only go to the Olive Garden. Look at us. Endless okay. Pasta. We go to Macaroni Grill too. Okay. Okay. Coming up this hour, we got Blacker news. An Atlanta cop was fired for tasing a black deacon to death. From pasta to that. God dang it, y'all. All right. Our new segment also, Why You Keep Bringing Up O-ish. We going to get into that with Ernest Krim. He got some knowledge for y'all on this Israel thing. He going to tell y'all where they were going to put Israel before it ended up in Palestine. Also, how black do you feel? Well, the team is going to share with us how black we feel. And hopefully y'all will be in your cars or at your cribs listening to this. And y'all will tell yourselves. All right. We're going to be right back where I was taking your calls. Our group chat topic of the week is to perm or not to perm. The Mm. FDA wants to outlaw hair strengthening products like relaxers, y'all, because the chemicals can be harmful to your health. Many people have said that they have fibroids because of possibly perms. So I would love to hear from y'all. Like, have you been getting your hair permed all your life? Like, when did you start? When did you stop? Why did you stop? Like, do you think that your fibroids may be because of perms? Um, Not that I have a class action lawsuit that I can get you involved in, but (laughs) I'm sure they're out there. So look around. All right. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also want to remind you, if you're going to be in Los Angeles on November 19th, make sure you come check out my screening of In Amanda We Trust at the Hollywood Improv. We've got Black Red News up next on the Amanda Seal Show. out there in uh, Radio Land. It's Amanda Seals here. Hope everybody is enjoying what we're doing right here at the Amanda Seals Show. We're going to get into some Black Eared News right quick. Let's take it down south to Atlanta. We have Jeremiah like the Bible here who is an AT alien. What's going on Mm -hmm. in your town? An Atlanta cop was fired after a decision 
to tase a 62-year-old black man during a dispute mm. over a traffic ticket that led to his death. The cop, Karen Kimbrough, who is black, claims he shocked Johnny Hallman with the stun gun after Hallman, quote-unquote, became agitated and uncooperative. He had been on administrative leave before his firing. Mm. According to the family, on August 10th, Johnny Holman had just finished Bible study. Golly. When he left his daughter's home and was on the way home to take his wife to dinner. Now, right. You know, and Atlanta has a very storied history of of over authoritative policing. You know, Mm. remember the Red Dogs. Now they're Mm. in this process of trying to build Cop City. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they actually took the life, uh, took the life of an uh, environmental protester uh, because he was protesting nonviolently, right? About the forest that they were tearing down for Cop City. It's been actually to me really tricky, trippy to see how many black uh, Democrats and you know just city officials are supporting this Cop City situation. Um, but after an internal investigation, Atlanta Police Chief. Darren Shirebaum fired officer Karen Kimbrough for his actions um, during the arrest. Now I think that's for a surprise for a lot of people because a lot of these cops just be getting off. Right. Uh, You know, so I don't know. They, they, the family, they met with prosecutors and according to their attorney, Mawuli Davis, they have seen the video of the incident and believe officer Karen Kimbrough should be charged with murder. And uh, Davis, of course the, uh, uh, Sorry, Davis, Davis, Davis. Who is Davis? The attorney. Oh, yeah. Attorney. attorney Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. And the attorney also said that he was told by Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis that the video would be released to the public after all the witnesses had been interviewed. So, you know, get ready on if you want (laughs) to see that. Um, I was going to say... When that video get released, that's when you see a different reaction from the people. Because one thing to hear about it than to see what you just read is different. I'm actually very interested to see if after after so many of us are witnessing what's going on in Palestine and Mm -hmm. like seeing that on full full view. When we again continue to see what's going on here, like do people make the correlation that it's like, wait, there is a constant authoritative authoritarian oppressive regime happening all over the place wherever there is a mix of black and brown and white people huh i don't think they'll get to that point i think that's i think that's too much for thinking because i think we don't think we also just aren't we talked about earlier in the show with the act scores declining i don't think we honestly are enabled or set up with that baseline information to even put those two things together in a real way by design. All right. Well, wishful thinking. Um, but you know, the, the other question about this is why do black people care? Because not even the blood could protect you from the blue. Mm-hmm. All skin folk and kin folk, y'all. That was your black hair news. Up next, I was recently on Jeopardy. And I'm gonna talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I am Amanda Seals, and I am one of the latest contestants on Jeopardy! They actually asked me to do that. 
Like they, that was like <laughs> okay. one of their like social media videos was like, can you do a remix of the Jeopardy like thinking song? And I was like, you ain't never said a word. You ain't never <laughs> said a word. Um, so I got to be on Celebrity Jeopardy. If y'all don't know, your girl loves a game show. Okay. I created my own game show. Y'all know mm-hmm. about my game show that is titled Smart Bunny and <laughs> Um, those are real people in the audience saying the black part. Okay. So like we've done smart funny black for years and years, 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 years. I love game shows. And so a couple of years ago, I kind of started just getting into the game show like circuit. And mm-hmm. I have done every game show at this point, except for family feud and price is right. I've done wheel of fortune. I've okay. done, uh, to tell the truth. I've done match game. I've done celebrity game night. I've done Ellen's game of games, 25 <laughs> words or less pictionary. Like I've really run the gamut. And I've also gotten like a certain level of esteem in the game show circuit where they're like, you know, we heard you're a great contestant. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. I did. Which is, the one, pyramid. You, which is the one you got the big picture of Kevin Hart for? Like that was your prize. Oh, that was Kevin Hart's game show. He had, like a game show where he had like uh, partners and it was like me and my boy James Bland versus Morris Chestnut and his wife and Cedric the Entertainer and Tachina Arnold and we won and what I won was a giant poster <laughs> framed poster of Kevin Hart drawn like Beethoven thanks Kevin <laughs> um, that was on E so Celebrity Jeopardy was really cool though I was really I wasn't necessarily worried only because I had seen Celebrity Jeopardy before and they definitely okay. be making the questions easier because they're like, y'all celebrities, y'all are dumb. Oh, <laughs> they definitely be making the, easy, the questions easier, y'all. But I will tell you, I did so good in the rehearsal that I was like, I'm about to tear this <laughs> up. Y'all ain't even ready. The minute the show started, fail. <laughs> fail. What happened? I just couldn't get the buzzer. Like I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting it in y'all. And I know that sounds like a cop out, but like, I really wasn't getting the buzzer going. And there would be times where I really like, I knew a lot of the answers. I just couldn't Mm. get that buzzer going. I was up against Mo Rocca, who is a, uh, he's a journalist, I believe. And then I was up again. And also Kira Sedgwick, um, who's an actress. And so, I mean, one of the answers was her husband's movie for loose. Kevin Bacon. I'm like, is that fair? I don't think that's fair. <laughs> but uh, but I will tell y'all, I'm not going to tell y'all the outcome, but I feel like I, I did y'all proud. I did y'all proud, okay? Because okay? your girl your girl definitely, definitely had to rally. I definitely had to rally. But it was a fun experience, and I just love any opportunity that I get to use my brain. And honestly, Jeopardy is kind of like one of the last, like, spaces of, like, American intellectualism. Like, oh, think about it. Okay. Like a staple, it's a staple of American TV culture that is based uh-huh. on being smart. Right. Really smart. Really smart. <laughs> like literally the host was the guy, Ken Jennings, who would like won more Jeopardy games than anyone ever. Right. Oh, so. Right. Uh, so if you if you never watch Jeopardy, this is your time. Your girl, <laughs> your girl's going to be on there clicking the buzzer, saying the answers. And uh, I will tell you that. My blackness definitely helped me in the game because okay. there's just certain answers that it was just like, I know that. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> 
So shout out to Jeopardy, y'all. Look out for it coming on, all right? When we get back, we're going to get into uh, bringing up all-ish. This is our new segment where we take it back uh, with little known facts. So I'll bet you Ernest Cram will do a hell of a job on a Black Jeopardy, uh, or just on any Jeopardy. And he will be joining us when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for How Black Do You Feel Today? All right. I'm going to (laughs) start because it's it's on my head. And I feel she. Shout to Wendell Pierce (laughs) Black today. Because let me just tell y'all, as a black woman, it feels like we are constantly willing to put our capes on. You know, we are more than happy to put a cape on and we will put a cape on for pretty much anybody but a Karen. Somebody definitely came at me sideways when I was really, I, I'm just like, really? You're really coming at me sideways? And really tried to tell me a little thing or two. And everybody here had to hear it. Now they don't, now y'all not going to hear it, but just know that everybody right here that's about to tell you how black they feel today, they might feel that their ears are burning black because they've had to hear me talk. <laughs> Who's next? I feel Creed Black. That's how black I feel. Because I almost had to fight this fighting? white... I almost had to fight this white drunk man, y'all, <laughs> in the middle of a crosswalk the other day. Lord. Because I think he was, on, he was on something. I don't know what he was on. But he walked up to me and was like, get your hands out your pockets. And I'm like, what? He's like, didn't I tell you get your hands out your pockets? And he like grabbed my arm, y'all, in the middle of a crosswalk while I'm trying to go get me something to eat. And he I call you boy? Like, no, he didn't. He went. <laughs> but literally, I, I like that snap on this man in the middle of the street. And then I turned around he, and I said something to him. He was like, don't make me have to follow you. I'm like, this white man follows me down the street. I'm about to fight this drunk man in Los Angeles, California. And I don't want that. How black you feeling, um, TJ? Well, I, I don't have a rant like y'all got. Um, <laughs> but I feel I got hot sauce in my bag, black. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hot sauce, TJ? I need red hot hot sauce. Yeah, mm. red hot okay. hot sauce in my bag. Because like the saying says, I put that ish on everything. Okay. <laughs> I always have a nice, good bottle of hot sauce in mm. here. <laughs> we, we changing up the temperature. Uh, right. I'm, I'm feeling Al Sharpton dancing black. Not okay. Al Sharpton for his activism. Al Sharpton okay. dancing because... Sometimes through the bad times, through the activism, all that, you just got to, you know, bust a little move. So you ever want a good laugh, just Google Al Sharpton dancing and, and you'll Lord. it'll put a smile on your face immediately. Um, I actually was one time I went to a party at an don't, apartment. Don't tell me you was dancing with Al Sharpton. I, I mean, not like with, but adjacent to, you know, like... <laughs> Uh, it was actually at a party at Alfred Liggins' home who owns Radio One. And I, oh. this is like way back in the day that radio, uh, uh, Q-Tip was DJing. And it was a birthday party. And I'm friends with Tip at the time. So I rolled through. And so I, w- I turned around. And I was like, that is, is that, that is Alfred <laughs> Was he jamming? <laughs> jamming on the one. Just Google it. Google <laughs> it. Just on Google the it. On the one. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. All right, Rita Brent, bring us home. 
speaking of on the one, I feel like James Brown with the Afro black. Okay. okay. All this all this talk about FDA banning perms. I remember when James Brown went with the Afro for a minute and he forewent the perm because he was on some say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud stuff. So that's how I'm feeling right about now. And in protest, because they they bugging, you know, with the, the the little boy, they won't let him wear his dress in school. Right. I'm just feeling real black and proud, say it loud, James Brown with the Afro black. There you go, I y'all. Google that's that. how black we feel today. How black do y'all feel today? I don't know, but I want to know. So hit us up. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the show i'm amanda seals people are annoying me greatly today but nonetheless we are gonna keep on moving don't stop keep on moving don't stop no uh because it's time to listen laugh and learn and every day we always hit y'all with the word of the day okay the word of the day is berserk like staring into space when you're feeling berserk i know that one. Oh, like crazy or yeah yeah. Out of your mind. You're going, you're wilding. You're wilding. Yeah. 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 Wilding, That's it. I yeah. knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> Berserk generally means, okay, here's a question though. Do you know how to spell it? Because I didn't know how to spell it. B-E-Z-E-R-K? Yeah, that's how I would spell nope. it. Or what? Or the S it. versus the Z. B-E-R. Oh, Berserk. B-E-R-S-E-R-K. Oh, word. Okay. Berserk, generally, I, I, I've always said buzzerk. Right. So I was surprised mm. to see that R snuck up in there. Berserk. Berserk generally means markedly out of control due to intense anger or excitement. It is often used in the phrase go berserk, which can mean either to become very excited or to become very angry and often violent. So that's how I, that's how people are making me feel today. The way that they are coming at me on these Instagrams. And you know what? Rodney Maben, a.k.a. Supreme. Oh, whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not the full name now. Because <laughs> like, he was that? hitting me with, 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 the, with the therapy. He was like, Amanda, the sooner you realize people are full of ish, like, the easier life will be for you. And I'm just like, brother, I'm 42. <laughs> like, it ain't never, it ain't never come around for me. It ain't never, it ain't, it's like, it's like uh, what Cedric the Entertainer said about Luther's Jerry Curl. Just never, it's never uh, quite turned <laughs> over. Just never quite, yeah. I never, I never got, I never got into that. But it's so true. But how does that help? Like, knowing that people are full of it. Like, if I, if I knew that, how do you feel like that would make things easier for me? I think you would it wouldn't affect you as deeply as it does and you wouldn't engage with these people as intensely as you do because it's no way I'm sitting up writing a, a four page letter to somebody <laughs> on the internet who don't know what they talking about <laughs> like that's just me you're not wrong you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> You are completely correct. I'll I'll meditate on that. A praying mantis flew and landed on my window today. When I looked it up, it said, the praying mantis flying into your space means you should be quiet. Mm. That's what my wife does. Anytime anything happens, 
she Googles the spiritual meaning behind yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, because okay. like I'm just in my house on the second floor and a praying man just came to the window like Doof. I'm like, oh, that was a sign that was sent to me from somebody. That's and it was universe. like, it, it means that you have to be in stillness and meditative practice. So I know what I'm doing after today's show. Mm. <laughs> Eating ice cream. <laughs> That is my stillness and meditative practice. Uh, we got more show for you. Don't miss anything. When we get back, we're going to hit y'all with some politicians say the darndest things. We're going to take it to church, but not mm. at church. And that's oh. the problem. We'll keep it here right here to the Amanda Seals show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. Your girl Amanda Seals here. And it is time for us to drop in for another edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Things. All right, Amanda. So today's politician is Pennsylvania State Representative Stephanie Borowicz, who is a rep- who is a Republican from Clinton County, and she cited the Bible verse Genesis eight and twenty two as proof that climate change is apparently not a problem. Let's take a listen. Uh, when Democrats are pushing bills like banning gas-powered mowers and gas-powered stoves in New York City, all under the name of a climate control agenda. We can all see what is really going on here. The truth is, is in Genesis 8:22, it says, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. I'll say that again. Will never cease. Of course, we are to be good stewards of God's creation, but not through a forceful climate control global agenda. I'm a no. Thank you, Chairman. So just so I'm clear. <laughs> In talking about climate change, mm-hmm. she took it. What'd you do it to? Ecclesiastes? What was it? Genesis 8 and 22. So to start. Mm-hmm. Beginning. Y'all, there's <laughs> supposed to be separation between church and state. It's in the constitution. Like, where do we? Mm-hmm. I, this is the most pointless constitution. Because mm-hmm. they really just pick and choose what they want. They swear by this second amendment. Swear by it. But that whole church and state part, they'd be like, yeah, that's that's interpreted. That's subjective. That's and which that might be actually the most direct part of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Separation between church and state. Like there's not multiple ways to interpret that. Like Mm -hmm. because separation is a strong word. Okay, (laughs) separation is a strong word. And the way that they are bringing the Bible into the daggone chamber. Now, a lot of people don't know. So some people might be like, well, they bring a Bible in the chamber when they swear on it, right? Like, right, right. You can swear on any book. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to swear on the Adventures of Huckleberry <laughs> Finn, then you know what I'm saying? If I wanted to, if I wanted to swear on Sister Soldier, please. <laughs> <laughs> the coldest winter ever, then I could. Iconic. That's iconic. I, you I, it. it is iconic. Maybe I should do a reread. I should do a reread. Y'all, Sister Soldier hit me on my DMs. I felt so proud of like my life that I had accomplished that Sister Soldier felt the need to contact me. Um, but I just think it's really scary that we're seeing this happen so often. And this is happening right here in Pennsylvania. Like these aren't crazies in Texas or mm-hmm. Florida. This is right here in Pennsylvania. Now we I know people in their car just went, girl, there's crazies here in Pennsylvania. Right. But my favorite part, Amanda, is that this doesn't even make like the Bible she used didn't even like support her case because all it basically said it was that there's summer and winter, like there's day and night, like basically there are like more than one season. If that makes sense, like as long as the earth rotates, because these people there'll be different times. There'll be seasons. Like these people keep trying to attribute seasons to climate change. I'm like, 
okay, I get that y'all don't want to teach black history or American history, but y'all don't want to teach seasons either. So we just not going to have, I mean, even Anna Wintour is not going to go for that because she's like, no, (laughs) we need a summer season for fashion week. And we also need resort. And then we also need winter. Mm -hmm. Like Mm y'all messing up everybody business. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Y'all please get these people, uh, instead of that Bible, they need to be reading that science workbook, not even a Mm -hmm. book. Let's give them a workbook first with pictures. Lots of pictures. Fill in the blank. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Mm-hmm. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, let's head on out. It's the Amanda Seals Show, your girl Amanda Seals, and we've had a great old time today. The show was really good today. I had a fun time, and uh, we had a real time. We also got the opportunity to start, to shout out uh, a new segment called Bringing Up Old-ish, where we're bringing on black historians to take us back into time. We had Ernest Krim III join us, and he gave us some insight into uh, how Israel landed in Palestine. The, the, the fact that there was a possibility it was going to actually be in Africa when they were trying to figure out where they wanted to carve out some land uh, back in 19, early 1900s. So make sure you check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast if you miss any of the show. You also missed out us talking about the Texas student being sent to an alternative school over his hair. Now, y'all know that it's racist. We also did uh, Mario. We talked about Mario. Mario said he's on R&B Mount Rushmore, which we find that to be (laughs) so hilarious that we couldn't even finish talking about it. And we won't have to continue talking about it tomorrow because we also feel like there's some other folks that, you know, belong ahead of Mario. Uh, We also had a big up to Jeannie Mai and a letdown to Natalie Nunn's middle seat phobia. All right. So all that going on tomorrow. uh, We're going to talk about a lot because that's what we do. We get into things. We're going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal, who just got a new job in corporate America. So that's a different place for Shaq, right? We're also going to do our big up let down. We got another edition of Politicians Say the Downest Things. Then we're going to go black around the world. Y'all trying to go to Africa? Y'all trying to immigrate to Africa? It ain't just Ghana that wants you. It ain't just Ghana. So make sure you stick around tomorrow to find out what other country in Africa is saying. Come on, Black America. We want you. We want you in the motherland. Uh, also want you to call and chime in on our group chat. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Our group chat topic of the week is to perm or not to perm. The FDA has finally said, yeah, this creamy crack, we got to get that out of here. It's it's hurting too many of y'all. It's hurting too many of y'all. The relaxers is getting in there, getting in your cells and causing all kinds of cancers and fibroids, et cetera. So my question to y'all is, do you still get perms? Do you not get perms? Why did you stop getting perms? Why did you start getting perms? Were you one of the folks that had you a box of J-U-S-T-F-O-R-M-E just for me? I want to hear your perm tales, all right? So that's our group chat topic of the week here at the Amanda Seals Show. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.